0: And welcome back to episode two of Make a Statement. I'm your co-host, Jackson.
1: And I'm your co-host, Sergio. Uh,
0: this week, we're going to kick off, like usual, with Laurie Branford Sports, move on to soccer, move on to NFL, and then end it off with playoff baseball, which starts in a couple of days. Um, so last, fro- last Saturday, which was the October 15th, the Laurie Cross Country finished their second invitational of the season. At Fanshawe College, where the girls finished fifth overall, the men finished um, ninth overall as a team. Individually, Faith finished tenth, uh, Kiara came in behind her, and following her Kennedy, was Kennedy Finch, Maya Vidovich, Haley Schultz, and Caitlin Foxen on the men's side. I myself finished thirteenth, Aiden Carr finished twenty seventh, Kirby Blackman finished fiftieth, mm-hmm. and Max Landry finished fifty seventh. Very, very fast-paced race. Um, girls look like they're not going to qualify this year. I, I don't think. I was talking to a couple of the girls. I don't think they're going to be qualifying this year as a team, which would be the first time in forever uh, that this team didn't qualify as, to Nationals as a team. I think a lot of this year is going to be made up of individual people from Royal Brantford, uh, which not, is not a bad thing. But, you know, just to get a team out there and actually represent Ontario and Laurier would be, you know, there's always a goal for every school. But, you know, you know, under cer- certain circumstances, you know, everything doesn't go to plan. This year, we have a lot of injuries on the team. Um, and there's just a lot of strong runners this year uh, at every school. Now, Sergio, I know you live with me, so I hear a lot about this cross-country stuff. But, uh, you know, I just want to get your thoughts on it. And if you have any questions for myself, I can always answer it.
1: Um, yeah, like, I've always known Laurier Branford as the team on campus, the best team on campus, I would say. Um, yeah, no, the girls are phenomenal, they always are. Um, this year may not be our year, but I would say it's, it's a big change. Like, even when it comes to soccer, losing a lot of bets. Um, you know, there's some injuries that play part in success right I think the girls have the mindset to make it I think individual runners such as yourself um, you come home I know after most races and you want better I think you recently came 13th with your best time ever 40 seconds off of Lori Brentford's cross country record if I'm correct Yep. um and yeah you know what I'm 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 fully with it right you want better you want that record and you want to make nationals uh at the end of the day it's not just for yourself but it's for the school right and that's the same with, with the girls too they've made nationals I think since 2019 2018 there's a big banner in the YMCA um but yeah, no. Yeah, they, like,
0: that was there They won uh, provincials. They got gold at provincials, and then the they got third that year at nationals.
1: Perfect. Yeah. See, Um like I don't know. It's all about mindset this year, as we do have a full. I would say it's even more different from last year, as everything has changed. COVID is no longer. Um, restrictions have lifted, so it's all about mindset, right? It's. Who wants it and who doesn't?
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, There's a lot of people that, you know, I myself want it. I know, I know Maya. She really wants it this year. That's all she's been talking about. She just wants to make nationals. You know, last year she was kind of upset that uh, that she didn't make nationals. She wasn't chosen to be that fifth runner to go to nationals. Um, But this year she looks hungry and. You know, as I said, I wouldn't be surprised if she is end up to be a third runner at provincials. Um, she has that work ethic. It's just that she's got to stay healthy. We're four, three or four weeks away from provincials in Thunder Bay, um, the biggest race of the season. You know, nationals is just that you're like a war race. I mean, um, you made it there, and you, you just had to run and participate and you know do your best. Provincials is where that's the most important race of the season. That's what gets you to nationals. So without provincials, you know, it just be like another, you know, I, f- I look at nationals as, you know, it's a big stage, but the biggest stage of the season is provincials. So nationals is kind of like another invitational, but like you work for it and you can just kind of relax Um, and just go out and run and represent your school on the biggest stage. So, uh, yeah, no, that, that's why I see it.
1: I agree. Um, I fully agree. And people have to remember for most people, university is four years, right? You can choose to take as many as you want at the end of the day, but you have a limited time here to leave your mark. Um, and this is big, you know. Laurie, you leave your mark in Laurier Brantford history. You get that record, what is it, 27-10 um, is the Laurier Brantford record?
0: 27-11, uh, so for me to beat it, I need to beat twenty seven ten. Right,
1: so what, you're in your third year, um, next year you'll be a senior. Um, and these are goals, right? We're here for a good time, not a long time um (laughs) but yeah maya Vitovich going into it i know she wants to leave her mark here she already left her mark with soccer girls provincials um but yeah it's it's about history and it's about what you'll leave here um having achieved um that's that's what i think at the end of the day
0: yeah um i don't know you know we have we have I think talent this year. Um, you know we have a g- great coach staff. We just brought in a future Hall of Famer, Carrie Hughes, as our you know our assistant coach. Coach for K. cross country. Um, she's also coaching the soccer. So bringing someone who who's ran the course for four years, multiple times. You know she knows what it takes. She's a provincial champ. She's a national bronze medalist. Like she knows what it takes to win and bringing that history and culture in there is going to definitely, you know, help us, and hopefully she can motivate these girls, you know. you know. As I said, like, I don't see him making Nationals as a team. I do hope they prove me wrong and they surprise me, so. Um. Well, look, um,
1: one question for you that I have is, um, what is the goal
0: that you're going to set for yourself
1: at Provincials in Thunder
0: Bay? Well, I have it as, before the season started, I had it as top 10, that OCAA's. is. You know, um, I want that first team all Ontario, which is top eight. But, you know, if I can just get, a f- you know, any all team, if I get the second, you know, all Canadian, I mean, not all, all Ontario, I'll take it. You know, as long as I just qualify for nationals, top 15 is doable. Um, but, you know, I think I have a chance to crack the top 10, and I'm going to work for it 100%. Um, even 10th place, it, it's still second, all Ontario, but it's still two places off first team, right? And I can improve on that next year. Um, Cause last year I didn't even get any All all Ontario. I was finished. uh, Pretty sure I finished sixteenth. I was two off of second uh, All Ontario second team. So obviously top ten is the goal. But in general, just making it an All Ontario team is, uh, you know, something I'll. You know, it's it's a big accomplishment for me. So yeah, like I don't know.
1: We, this year is going to be, it's, I'd say, defining for Laurier Brantford. Lots of, a lot of new experiences, a lot of new opportunities, Um, you know, programs are growing, cross country's growing, soccer's growing, Um, I think this year is a stepping stone in in the right direction, overall, Um, and I think it's possible that, you know, I've I'm always an optimistic person. I do think the girls will make nationals. Um, I know they have it in them. I think Faith Neeson was injured the uh, first race. Am I right, Jackson? Uh,
0: yes. No, she was, but she also uh, had COVID. Yeah. So she was, um, and she's, you know, to finish 10th coming off COVID, congested. She was still congested uh, and still a bit injured. Is still... Like she ran like almost twenty five minute flat. She ran twenty five one, six K. Um So she was only like twenty seconds off of like her provincial time last year. You know, it's it's it, you know, it's it's still a big achievement. You know, obviously she was upset about it, but you know, it's just work, you know, it's just first first race of the year. She's gotta put more work in. That's ex- exactly it, right? Um stepping stone in the right
1: direction. Come next year you're a senior, right? So it's just yeah. we have such little time to to put that stamp on where where we wanna be in history and who we wanna be. Um yep. that's just me.
0: Um, lots of big goals. Lots of big goals. Yeah. And yeah. Also well, Sorry, I'm just gonna we're gonna flip it over soon. I know you want to flip it over, but I'm just gonna say that. Um, next race is October 15th um, at uh, Centennial College in Toronto. Um, it's a record record watch. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna put it out there. It's a record watch. Um, next race for myself. So I need cr- I need to beat I need to chop down 40 seconds. So next race. October 15th is – I'm working right now. It's a record watch race. Um, I have a shot at it. It's a flat course. Uh, I'm going to work for it. But we're going to switch to the, the pitch. EPL's back. Finally. I'm uh, mm. done. Um, <laughs> before we can get into the games, um, something just popped up on my phone um, that Chelsea is landing um, – and Koncu on sixty million plus transfer, um, he's joining Chelsea uh, from Leipzig. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> you know, last time they brought in a striker. The both of them were sold actually. Werner was <laughs> sold back, and Lu- Lukaku was sold back to Inter. Um, hopefully, it's a different story for Chelsea. You know, they need. I think they need that. You know, permanent and prominent striker. Um, I, but, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Abamyang, I don't think he's going to do the work. Um, Okonkou's good. He's a great, great, great striker. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's he, young he, and he has talent. Is he
1: great because he played for Arsenal? No, no, mm-hmm. no.
0: Um, no. But he has talent. But again, a lot of players can't handle the pressure of the Premier League. Obviously, Lukaku... Coming back can take it, you know. Timo Werner, like a lot of players, can't have that. They can't handle the English Premier League. Um, I'm hoping he does well. I like him. I think he's. I think he's gonna be good, um, but I don't know how he's gonna fit in with Chelsea's tactics. Um, to be Ooh. honest with you, I don't. Th- I don't know if it's gonna change anything in Chelsea.
1: Well, what people don't understand is Prem is changing. Um, it takes a lot more to win nowadays. Um, Before, I would say, like 2010's decade, there were, I would say, consistently six teams that would be like, okay, they all have a chance to win the Prem. All of them. Now, we're looking at one to two, maybe even one to three, because depth matters. You're now allowed to make five subs, and injuries do occur. Um, As seen, Liverpool are struggling. They don't have the depth. They don't have the players to run. James Milner is starting in center midfield, right? Um, So that's what it comes down to, and everyone's like, oh, Liverpool will come second. No, unfortunately, they won't, not this season. I see them maybe fourth, maybe fifth if they're lucky. Um, Mane was the one to keep, not Salah. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's like the game's changed and, and for everyone, even owners wise, Chelsea just got a new owner, Todd, uh, sorry if I butcher this, I think it's Bo, Bowley. Um, he's, he's from North America. He's, uh, he's American, but his, the way he views football or soccer is way different than anything the Prem's scene. He's more focused on merchandising. And what I think football or soccer should be is when you buy a team, it should be less about merchandising, but more about the success of a team. Um, Bringing in Cuckoo, he's bringing him to be the false nine striker in the new Potter era of Chelsea. Um, I think he's going to play him as a false nine where Havertz has played. Um, But yeah, Chelsea for... I don't see Chelsea as a threat. Never have. Even when they won the Champions League, I always said, sometimes the best team doesn't win it. And it's true. Man City has been the best team, and they haven't won it. Um, Maybe they're cursed. I just honestly don't know. But it's just... It boggles my mind how teams have lowered their quality in this last decade. Used to see Van Persie on Arsenal, Drogba on Chelsea. Um, used to go to Spurs, see Bale. Like, even... Rooney Newca- and Man United? Rooney and Man United, Newcastle, Demba Ba, Cissé. Um, like, Liverpool, with Suarez. Like, you used to go f- all... In all of England and Main City with Aguero, like
0: I don't
1: know, to me, prem quality has dropped. It isn't as exciting anymore. Um, yes, it's always great to see like teams that you know, familiar teams, but just watching it, it's it isn't as exciting. Not every team has that big name player that you're like they'll change the game.
0: Um, but yeah, that's that's just me. Uh, mm, I don't know if I, you know, I think the Premier League is always exciting. It's always that unpredictable, unprecedented league where, like, any team can beat any team. You know, it's not like the Bundesliga where, like, Bayern is just going to beat every team. Like, it doesn't matter what team it is. Or, like, league PSG is going to beat every team. Like, with the Prem, it's any, every team can beat any team. Like, the 20th team like Norwich or something, can beat City. You
1: know? I, I I would disagree. I would disagree because if you look at the last, what what is it, three Premier League winners, who's won it?
0: Uh, Man City, Man City, Liverpool, I'm pretty sure. My point exactly. And if we look at the last five Premier League winners, who's won it? Yeah, no, I'm not talking about winning the title. I'm talking about winning just, uh, one game. Like, but anybody can lose I, anyone. but that's
1: reality of it it's like before in the Prem there used to be like yes United United would win the Prem then City would win the Prem then Chelsea would win the Prem um then you have Arsenal performing great under Wenger his last season Sanchez Osil. that was an amazing team um I don't know to me level of competitiveness has just dropped um you know who's gonna win at the end of the at the end of the year? Yeah, Arsenal uh, this year. Um. Anyways, being realistic, um, <laughs> Arsenal nobody stands a chance against Man City, and that's the reality of it. Money has played such an influential part in success that, unfortunately, you can't just win by growing players anymore, and you. And it shows because Holland's just scored three back-to-back hat tricks at home, breaking a new Premier League record.
0: I don't know. Well, you know, Man City is a great team. I'm nothing against them. Um, you know, it's gonna be like a great matchup when Arsenal is go against Man City. You know, Arsenal's form right now is uh, the great. I know. Obviously, it's sucks we lost to Man United. To lose, you know, our first game of the season. Um, but we look good against Taunton. You know, this past week was, there was two derbies going on the London Derby, North London Derby, and the Manchester Derby. Um, Arsenal looked great against Taunton. Great. Um, party was a, Party with a beautiful goal. Jesus, ready right at the pounce and the rebound. You know, Jacques with the left left foot finish in the bottom corner. Um, obviously, you know, Kane. You know, the, all he does is score hat-tricks. So, like, it's no wonder he has the more goals because he, he, he just sits and scores hat-trick. Terrible player. I don't like him. Maybe that's cause, just because I'm biased and I'm an Arsenal fan and I hate Tottenham. But, you know, cool. our, Arsenal looks strong right now. We look strong. Um, I didn't get to watch the game due to, you know, me being at the race. But still, like... It looked – I watched the highlights. You know, I thought, you know, we were going to draw. I was like, we scored. Kane tied it up. And then uh, I was like, okay, it's probably going to be a draw. I'm hoping we don't lose. And then next thing I see, we scored two. And we're still sitting at the top of the table, 21 points. United, I mean, City's behind us at 20. But, you know, that that was a big win. We needed to separate ourselves from Tottenham because last year Tottenham – was fourth just by like what two points a couple points you know we needed to separate that gap from first to fourth and you know what that was a big win there against Tottenham um, which helped us you know, I, I think that win's gonna help us prolong not prolong um, move us forward in the season I think when we look back at the turning point I think it's gonna be this game the, the North London Derby because um, you know everyone thought Tom was gonna have a better chance some people thought Tom was going to win right so um, I think this game is just going to move us forward and I think this is our turning point in the season
1: um, yeah you know what I have always been a tiny like Arsenal supporter Robin Van Persie has he's been one of my favorite players in all of football I'd say ever he's he's great he's so exciting to watch he was incredible incredible um, Arsenal, for me, is just... They don't have that extra push that that wins a Premier League. Um, every team has that extra... That extra player, that, that game-changer. Um, but yeah, that's just me.
0: Well, we'll see. I'm hoping, you know... I think Arsenal... City's going to be the game. I think whoever wins that game between them, doesn't even matter what, t- what time it is in the season. I think whoever wins that game between Arsenal and City um, is winning the league. You know, pe- people might call me crazy that Arsenal Arsenal oh Arsenal's not going to win the season. No prime. way. Blah, 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 blah. But I don't like, – you, you look at the two best teams right now, is Arsenal and Man City? City. Um, so not, so what I'm
1: hearing is you think Arsenal can beat Man City the problem.
0: I believe so. I, I. Th- I oh my. Maybe, j- maybe it's just because I'm a fan. Oh maybe my. That, that's definitely helping, but. Uh. Arteta. Is smart. He's a smart manager. He was under, Pep for years. He knows how that system works. He just he took two of Pep's players and Jesus and uh, Zinchenko. Um. He's slowly, slowly, just like trying to rebuild this team. Um, and he's and he's taking players that are going to fit underneath him because he was in that system for so long, um, and bring him to Arsenal. So it's he's, it's a smart it's a, I think it's a smart tactic what he's doing. Um, we're not bringing in, we're not splashing money on big name players who so aren't going to perform. We're, just, we're splashing money on players who will perform at a cost of you know at a cheaper cost. You know we splash eighty million on Pepe and look at him and perform. You know, but we'll, we'll go ahead and splash 50 million, 30 million, on 80 million total for Zinchenko and Jesus. And they're both performing right you now. They're both playing but great, great that's, football for Arsenal.
1: That's Arsenal's philosophy, though. It's never been by big, let's see what happens. Um
0: Well, we did and look what happened Pepe. <laughs>
1: um Yeah, but... We switched ther- the philosophy there. Throughout the years, it's just been... Like, underrated signings. Like, Ozil. No one's seen the Ozil signing coming. And he's phenomenal. That season with Sanchez, he was he was immaculate. Right? Um, like, I don't know. I don't think you have the quality to beat City. Like I said, uh, the Prem is a long season. Very long season. And you need the depth. And at the end of the day, it's will you win the big games that matter? And if you won't. Like anybody can beat a Brighton, or, or like anybody can beat um, Brentford, right? It's I just see it as this: you guys had trouble against a Man United team that just got smacked 6-3, right? And Ten Hag, that game, was tactically beautiful to watch. He knew how Arsenal were gonna play, and what I've noticed is Arteta doesn't change up his game plan. It stays the same. Yes, it works. But I think about what makes, what separates great managers from good ones is the ability to adapt. And that's why Ancelotti won the Champions League. That's why Pep's a great manager with, I think, what is it, five Premier League titles? Six. Um, you know, uh, it's the ability to adapt. And you guys were getting beat, right? Our, what Ten Hag did was he put, he told the left back and the right back to move up the pitch, um, so your double pipit in party and I forget who the other DM. They couldn't cover. So when you cause an overload on both sides, it's it's hard to defend against, and that's 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 just for me. It's like Arteta's a good manager, but experience-wise and adaptability-wise, he still has a long way to go.
0: Well, he is, you know, a young manager. I want to say, like, age-wise, w- age yeah, but when it comes to actually managing, he's been managing Arsenal for, uh, I think, I want to say, four years now. Um, you know, this is our best manager since <coughs> Arsene, you know, Wagner, you know. Um, you know, at first, I was, you know, Kind of skeptical about him, but still, uh, you know, optimistic with Arteta. Uh, And, uh, you know, last year he showed what he can really do. I think this year he's going to show us what he's capable of, you know. um, we we got a a great, great transfer window. Um, He's using our, you know, our academy coming up know a couple of players I do think shady signings uh, I didn't really you know Nuno Tavares Samuel Um mm, I don't think they're gonna fit an Arsenal's system or even rotation to be honest with you um, but you know jumping from the Gunners and speaking more about City and United um, they did have their the other derby that I was talking about was on you know Foden and Holland both scored hat-tricks it was 4-0 and a half or close to you know City did come back they did score three um but it, it's it, it's just not enough um you, City is a powerhouse you know as I do you know as much as you know I I, I do still believe it's going to be battle between Arsenal, Ar- Ar- Arsenal and City for the Prem um You know, Holland, Holland's 14 goals. He's not even of the season. The record's 34, but Andy Cole of Newcastle, 1993-1994, and Alan Shear. Like, he definitely is going to break the record, I feel like, if, if this continues on, which, you know, everyone thought that, you know, there was a lot of skeptical for Holland coming in, you know? Like well Everyone, everyone's like, Oh, how is he gonna perform? And I believe he was still gonna perform. Like he he's he's a great striker. Cyborg. Yeah. He's exactly. a cyborg.
1: Like it's it's unbelievable. Like Bundesliga attacks, it's it's what they call it. Um I'm a firm believer in it. But I said Holland is a different striker. Holland is a complete number nine. You add Holland, you basically added Holland to a Premier League winning side. Um, I think it was for sixty million, and that might have been the steal of the century. Um, Holland does have a release clause in two years at Man City; it's one hundred and fifty million. But that, like, I don't know. I don't know what Man United fans expected. I think they expected it for it to go well. I just think the pressure is finally getting to Ten Hag. Um, what I mean by that is you have a Casemiro and you have Ronaldo, you have Martial, you have Fred, and you still start McTominay. Like, I, I just, I'll never understand it. You brought in a guy, I would say, what is it, a five time Champions League winner? One of the best CDMs, I would say, in history. He's because he's, he's, he's been that guy. But you sit him on the bench. And Ten Hag's excuse for not putting on Ronaldo during the game was... Out of respect for his big career, I didn't play him. So, if you're saying out of respect for his big career... And I understand what he's trying to do. Transition the team into what he wants. But that game is just... They look so lost. You brought in a guy like Anthony which which brings flair to the wings but that second half that united second half was way better than the first half way better he brought in martial and martial's arguably man united's only good player right now um that back line like that it's 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 something um they're they're getting better you can see it i the real problem at man united lies in the midfield and the midfielder quality you cannot start McTominay in a big game against Man City you cannot um unfortunately he's just not built for it when you have a guy named like Casemiro and Fred bring them on and you see you see a drastic difference um in big games, the little things matter. As said before with Arsenal, the little things matter. And unfortunately, it just wasn't enough. It just was not enough. Against Man City, you can't just put in your tactics and pray. They have a goal-scoring robot. They have arguably one of the best young talents in the world, Phil Foden. Their whole team is absolutely, like, they just caused destruction. Cancelo, uh, Laporte, Ruben Diaz, Ederson. Um, I don't think they have a weak link, even on their bench. Five subs you can make in the Prem. Like, their bench is outrageously great. Um, it's just, it's a lot. Right? Um, I don't know. I've seen it at Ajax. He's a great manager, great coach, but going to United. It's one of the hardest jobs any manager can do. I said it before. I was. I said Louis Van Gaal and Jose Mourinho were were right about United. It's all about the players, but Den Hag has changed that mentality about the players, as he's not starting Maguire because Maguire doesn't need to be started anymore. But that game, I would say, was on him. Nobody else. The players. Try to implement what he's taught them, but it wasn't enough. What do you think, Jax?
0: No, I agree. It's uh, United's always struggled since I you know, Sir Alex Ferguson's left. They've always struggled trying to find that manager to run the team, and it's, it's tough running United. They're the most, you know, rich and complete team in Premier League history. You know. Um, you think of United, you think of Premier League, you think of United. Um, so, you know, you know, Tom Hagen, you know, he, he tried so hard to bring back, like, those Ajax players, as you were saying. Like, he tried signing Frank De Jong, you know, he brought Anthony in, you know. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he's still have Donny Van Der Beek, or is he or is he permanently gone
1: to Everton? Um, no, they do still have him. He just doesn't okay. play because
0: he doesn't deserve it okay um, you know he ha- like he i th- i feel like hes just he's trying to order bring back you know i think he's too attached to that i x scene that had that Cinderella run in the in the Champions league. I feel like he's just too he's, i think he's still too attached to it um and he just can't get it out of his head and he's just like in his mind if it's like oh. You know, this team made it to the semifinals in Champions League. Let's just bring these players into Man United and, like, hope to do it again. And and I'm, it's not working. The Prem's is different than I asked the league. It's you're going against powerhouses and uh, especially not playing Ronaldo. And I, McGuire, I do agree. McGuire is the worst center back in the Premier League. I don't I, He's slow. He doesn't know what he's doing with his assignments. Um, it's frustrating. I, I think,
1: yeah, no, you're right.
0: Like, uh, You're right. Like, whoever's a United fan, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry. I am,
1: kind of. I Well, I've been. Um, yeah, no, you're right. He is obsessed. He's obsessed with trying to bring back what works. Mm-hmm. um he doesn't understand that the prem it's you go week in week out it's not it's not the netherlands league it's not like oh ajax psv and like it's not that in here in no. the prem you go week weeks i think his first two weeks he lost no against yeah like, brighton yep. <laughs> so and brighton Brentford and brighton right so that like he shifted the mentality of the players. The players are all with Ten Hag. It's just that game i I don't know how I could be like I think they they, they did what he wanted them to do. It's just it wasn't enough. Um, even like, for example, a great example here is um Barcelona. So, Barcelona against Bayern Munich in the Champions League. Uh, Xavi's a great coach. Um, Against Bayern Munich, we had more opportunities first half. Um, We did exactly what Xavi wanted us to do. Exactly. But, at the end of the day, we didn't change anything, and we got scored on for it. Um, Yes, we couldn't finish. That's also a big issue, but when the players are all with the coach and it doesn't, and what the coach is doing doesn't work, that's when you start to lose the dressing room um, Everyone says yes, give ten hag time and you should you should give managers at least half a season or a season to make their mark because I believe I'm a strong believer in philosophy and what a manager can bring to a team, but you're not playing a thirty seven year old Ronaldo, who, who you know can probably go on and score. You're not playing a Casemiro, best CDM, one of the best in the world. Your backline has been quality. But sometimes you just, you gotta change things. You have to. Yeah, every team, it comes down to adaptability yet again. Um, Like, yes, you need a little bit of luck sometimes. Madrid's last year's Champions League run, but you the prem you need to adapt, and I don't think it's hit him yet.
0: No, and I I do agree that you were just thrown into that team, just a a, a team full of, on paper, you could say arguably the best team on paper. You, you get thrown into it, but it's not about the best team on paper. It's about, like you know, right said, philosophy and tactics, and you're working with the world-class players. You know, I um, mean, everyone, you know, you know, some, some coaches might think it's hard to work with, with Ronaldo because he's just, he wants to win and like, he just he hates losing. You, you can see the, like the passion and the aggression he has, um, but you know, you don't want to upset, you know, one of the best players in the world. And like, you, you, if you have one of the best players in the world, like arguably the goat in my eyes he is, mm, no. um, you have to play them. It's like that's like Messi coming to United and Ten Hag and putting him on, sitting him on the bench, like when you have caliber players like that, you, you, like there's no excuse. There's like there's no excuse. You have to play them. There's nothing. <laughs> like you can't let if you want to win, put players on the field that want to win. Ronaldo's one of the prime examples of a guy who wants to win. So play him.
1: He sat on like, the bench frustrated.
0: Yes, play him. Tell him um, to use that frustration on the field. Like go out there and play him. It's You paid so much money it, for him and he's, he, he's a United legend. Play the guy.
1: I don't know, maybe Ten Hag said, "Oh, you're not going to fit into this game tactically, but when you go down 4-0 at half, you need to change things up." You Yes. It's yes. not a small thing. It's mentality's down. Everyone's down. Um, I would say to go in and even score three, that was a huge accomplishment. Um, but that game, minute they scored that first goal within minutes, I was like, it's game over. It is game over. Old Man United, I would say. I would say Old Man United would have kept that game at least 2-2. or yeah agree yeah. to um, mm-hmm. Ferguson would have went in and a half, and Ferguson wasn't a manager. Manager, I would say Ferguson was a player's manager. Um, he knew the right thing to say to certain players, how to act to certain players. Um, that's what made him great. But I don't know. It's United is is something that it's history, and right now that's all they can say. Um that's basically all that United is at the moment until United starts seeing consistency that they seen with Ole when they came second in the Prem um and the board has the back like fully Ten Hag, and the players fully back him and he has that confidence in himself um I don't think they'll be seeing results anytime soon um Yeah, I wanted to talk about Barcelona and Madrid a little bit. Um, So, recently, Barcelona is top of the table in La Liga. Um, Everyone last year was saying all this stuff of, oh, you guys didn't win a single trophy. And honestly, you're correct. I strongly agree. Didn't win a single trophy. But it comes back to the saying, you need to give a manager time. Um, Rome wasn't built in in a day. Um, Right now, I think we have one goal conceded in eight games um, in La Liga. But, yeah, like, managers, they need time. And, yeah, sometimes they lose the confidence of the board and the players, but that's when you can call it quits. But in order to implement what you, what we said at the start, where you want to leave, you need time. Um, that's basically it. Um, I, th- I wanted to talk about the NFL too, Jax. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Jackson's team is the <laughs> <laughs> the Jets. What are they? My what team. What are they? What are they? What are they? The, the Jets. Yeah. The Jets are yeah. the Steelers' daddy. Simple. Okay. Anyways, Hold Jackson it. likes the Jets. <laughs> I like the Steelers. We made a little bet. It was ten dollars. Whoever wins, yeah, gets ten dollars. Yeah, and yeah.
0: Milforder Wilson for the we win. We lost
1: on the last <laughs> drive. On the last drive. Um, you the know comeback what? Hits. I, I was surprised Kenny Pickett got to play that game. So, I don't know. I don't know what Tomlin. What happened there? Um, I know Trubisky's had issues with uh, passes in the middle of the field, and it showed because every pass is going right or left. And I think one pass went to the middle, and I think it was a 17 yard catch. So I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it was a great move playing Kenny Pickett. He's outstanding quarterback. Um, still young, still a lot to learn. This guy's but he has that.
0: He's been- Three quarters of the fucking NFL. Sorry, I swore well, my bad.
1: He has that dog mentality. He has that Pittsburgh mentality. That's what's needed. Um, the Pittsburgh mentality is coming in and you know the history. You know the six rings. You know what oh, you're coming go. in to do. Um, and Kenny Bickett knows. He went to the University of Pittsburgh. Um, it's It's a culture. And... I um, can't wait to see what the next years like look like for the Pittsburgh Steelers when TJ Watt comes back. I personally thought this team with TJ Watt definitely a wild card team, hundred percent.
0: Oh, hundred percent. So did I.
1: um, I I still think they might beat, to be honest. No, no chance. Um, our record without TJ Watt is I think now like oh, seven Texas. and. So, yeah, <laughs> I think like <laughs> I think like one in seven. Um, yeah, no, it, like, yeah, it's it's not good.
0: It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but the Jets, honestly, I, well, we're talking. We talked about this last week. The Jets are a great team. Like people may not see it and shut say up, that. Shut
0: up! Don't don't say that. That they <laughs> that we haven't terrible. been the playoffs in twelve years. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but Jets fans need to be excited for what's to come. Their defense has. It's great. Um, it's I'd build a team around that defense. Yes, Wilson does need a receiver because <laughs> he can't keep on scrambling every play no, of the
0: game. Y- wait, we're starting to Davis, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson. Um. Yeah, I but would you say that their wide receiver one, like, capable? To be honest? I don't even know who would be a wide receiver one. I think we're just putting Davis at the wide receiver one because he's a threat. <laughs> but like. I think I think Moore's a good slot receiver. Elijah Moore's good. He's got the speed. He's got the height. It kind of reminds me of, like, a Wes Welker kind of bit. Like a Tavon Austin. Um, Gary Wilson's, I think, going to be great. I think Wilson's going to be wide receiver one soon. Um, and then they might switch, you know, more to the second. This is a Davis goes. And then s- slot in Braxton Berrios. Um, I think we just got to fix... I want a strong tight end, someone who's reliable. We can give the ball to running backs: Priest Hall, Michael Carter. I'm fine with. Um, o line is shaky always. We've always had a crappy, crappy O line, especially when Becton goes down again for the second straight year is out. Um, you know, well, if Tucker, you're the Jets,
1: right. if you're the Jets, where do you go in the draft, Jacks? Where what?
0: What do you address in this year's draft? Um, definitely someone on offense. I think, as you said, our defense is great. You know, we we have that lockdown cornerback in the future and Sauce, I believe. Um, our D line mm, a bit shaky. You know, Quinn Williams, Carl Lawson, um, you know, Vinny Carey, Nathan Shepard. You know, I'm naming our players who's like. Who, who are these guys, you know? Like, Quinn Williams was supposed to be a great D-line. Mediocre. Lawson, you know, this is his first year with the actual Jets. slash year he was, you know, injured. Um, linebacker core, I think, and, mm, even I, – I, uh, I like our secondary. I, that's not, I'm not going to – you know, secondary was very well. DJ Reed, you know, Marcus Joyner, Jordan Whitehead, you know, Bryce Hall, Sauce Gardner, like, like a secondary linebacker, Quinn, you know, Quinn and Williams. The Quincy Williams is our only best linebacker right now. We, you know, we have CJ Mosley, Kwan Alexander. Um, I think we address the linebacker position. If not, then we sick O line. I think we have a solid someone on O line. You know, we have and the and Elijah Bear, Tucker. Um, you know, we have George Fant. Mm mm-hmm. Don't really care about, you know, McGovern. Don't really care about um, someone on the O-line, on the right, preferably on the right because Tucker and Becton are on the left. Um, I think off- offense is someone we need to address. Um, O-line is the biggest issue. Um, but I also wouldn't be upset if we grab a tight end, someone who can also help block catch the ball when we need to. Uh, but I think, I think offense, if, if you don't go offense, if you decide to go defense, I'd like to see your linebacker core improve. That's just mm. me. Well,
1: I, I do, I do think you're right. Um, <laughs> offense is a big issue this year. Like, it's like seeing, even yesterday, um, I'd say Hall is a good running back. Um, Yes, it was against a weaker Steelers team, but um, it was – he played good. Um, Wilson doesn't have any threats. Um, and the thing with the threat during, during the NFL is you have a guy like Devontae Adams, he's getting double teamed. Um, you have a guy like Keenan Allen, he's getting double teamed. You have a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, he's getting double teamed. Same with Tyreek Hill. Jamar, ch- Jamar Chase. like That changes in offense completely. 'cause that leaves opportunity for other receivers. Um and unfortunately you guys just don't have that guy. That teams are like, oh, um, maybe something can happen. I would say I would put you and Baltimore in the same little pool. Like Lamar Jackson and even Zach Wilson right now. Like you're it's the same thing. Lamar Jackson has no receivers. And he's throwing to the same the same guys, but you already know what he's gonna do. He's gonna scramble. And once he does that he gets the first yards. Against Buffalo, I literally thought they were gonna win the game. I thought game was over, Baltimore's gonna win it. What happens? They choke. Why? Because when you're a one team threat, that's what's gonna happen. Um not like teams like the Rams will never have that issue. Seems like the Chiefs will never have that issue. Um, even Vegas, um, the Browns when Deshaun Watson comes back, like I think that's what separates teams too, having having that double threat. Um, I don't know. The Jets Jets will be exciting for so many years to come.
0: What were oh some? Yeah, so- no, I, I'm I'm excited for the for the future as a Jets fan. What were some surprise games that you seen yesterday? Surprise games? Um, you know, I, as I said last week, or last episode, like Detroit, like they're just so – like another, another great game they had. They lost – I mean, they lost 45-48. But still, like they're putting it 45 points. It, they just need to the fix their defense. The Eagles put 38, 38 up on them. The, the Vikings put 27 up on them. Uh, Seattle put 48 up on them. They, but their play, their offense is clicking. Their offense can go back and forth with any defense and offense we've seen so far. You know, 35 against the Eagles, 45 against Seattle, 24 they're against Minnesota. they last defense. They're last. Yes. They're horrible. They're horrible. Like, Jeff Okuda, I think he's the best player <laughs> on that defense right now. A cornerback, Like, sorry, you, your best like, – They they need someone to rush the quarterback, you know – have, they have they have the rookie like Hutchinson. Um, we haven't heard of him yet. Like, yeah, he, he has. He, he's on the board as a you know. He's got his sacks, but they need that secondary. They need ev- this everything on defense. Like c- their offense is good. Like, c- I'm not gonna sit here and they say no. They they can put up points against any defense. They've proven it already. 45, 35, 24. You know, it's just their defense needs to step up. Uh, you know, I was excited to
1: watch that game. Jared Goff, so underrated in that team. The scheme that they're
0: playing is incredible. Everything, like Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift, Amari Brown, like it's it's an
1: underrated team. I think you're right with that defense. A uh, like, game that surprised me truly. I'd have to say Jacksonville's like, Eagles. Um, okay. I'd say that because it was a better game than expected. You know I, I knew the Eagles were going to win. No doubt in my mind that they were going to lose. But Jacksonville, look, they're 2 2 0. They're first in the AFC South. Um, and they're a mid table team right now. Next se- I, I, This team is looking to play for next season. I wouldn't say they're there yet. Trevor Lawrence is still still making his rounds. Um Trevor Lawrence his his uh, he's he's something. He has 946 yards, eight touchdowns, two uh, INTs. And here's the real issue with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He has six sacks. And uh six of those like four of those sacks led to four fumbles. So those are four possessions, that could win you games, right? Um, yeah, it's 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 a big issue.
0: S- Cincinnati. Ano- yeah. I think another game that surprised me was, uh, sorry, for cutting off. Um, <coughs> Don't worry. The Chargers, Houston. Oh yeah. Um, you know they were up like what twenty four like something, and Houston came back and. Lost by what? Maybe like ten? Less than ten. Um. I th- I just it think I don't know. Houston Houston's I think it's gonna be a surprise team in the next couple of years, to be honest with you. I think the Texans are gonna be a good team. Um they're just gonna build in the draft and Yeah, uh, I also didn't expect Cincinnati to beat Miami, but I had a I feeling did. they would have. Hundred percent. I had a feeling. Burrow, I, I, Burrow. I, I, to be honest, it's. I think Burrow's one of those quarterbacks who, like, if you piss him off enough, like, you don't. You know, like he has that capability of turning things
1: around. Well, what do you think about Tua? The whole Tua situation. Like me personally, I, I've never been so, good. I, I, but I wasn't disappointed in. I was so disappointed in Miami, super disappointed in a franchise that, look, you're up three and zero in the season. You're undefeated so far. Um, that means you're going for. I get it. You want to make the playoffs this year, but why would you risk, putting Tua back on that field, knowing what happened, and here yeah, they are saying concussion, he was cleared. It doesn't matter. You guys knew. I get it. Tua said he wanted to play, but that, like, honestly, I feel so bad for him and I don't wish injury upon anyone, but that's karma. You don't yep. treat your players like players and you treat them like a business and that's what's going to happen.
0: So, that's just me. No, I, no, I agree. Uh, he um yeah he I don't know (laughs) he got rocked against Cincinnati like he was like his hands you could tell he was knocked out cold and everything but uh no those you know a couple teams that surprised me were those definitely those um you know we have three minutes left on this episode um we're going to s- try to squeeze in baseball here. Um, you know, both of us don't really know as much on the baseball topic Go Jays as the other people would do. Um, you know, we think, we discussed this before, we think the Jays will be the first wild card. They'll be going a- up against, assumably, Seattle. So Jays-Seattle, I, I think we both can agree on this one. Jays easily mm. wipe Seattle in three. I, I agree. Um, I think Tampa Bay against Cleveland. I think you have Tampa Bay. I wanna say. Yes I, I do. There. Yep, Tampa Bay. Um I have Cleveland. <laughs> um but I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa Bay wins in three. Um so that means it's Tampa Vince you have Tampa, New York, I have Cleveland, New York, we have Jay's Houston. Um, you think the Jays are going to beat Houston, if I'm correct. Listen, the Jays are – nobody knows what it's like.
1: Toronto postseason, I was there. I seen the bad flip pa- – well, I seen the bad <laughs> flip like on TV. But I t- – nobody knows what it's like. Nobody. We're, we're a different city. The culture,
0: it's – nobody knows. Okay, well, so I'm going to guess if Jays beat Houston – Yes, I do. And five? Okay. Well, I've Houston beat Jays. Boo. You have probably the Rays beating Yanks, pretty sure. Uh, I have the Yankees winning. Okay, so do I. I have the Yankees beating Cleveland. Um. So you you think it's a Jays Yankees. A L J. Yes, change. the classic. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. Well, then then you got to go with. Don't tell me you have the Jays in the series.
1: I. I do have the Jays in the World Series. Oh, my
0: goodness. Look at this guy.
1: Sometimes you just got to be confident in your team. Um, no. Okay. Like well, I said, the Jays this year, just different gravy. They, we have the team to do it. Um, mm. I think we'll beat Houston. We do right. play better against uh, left-handed pitchers. So, the oh my Houston. There's a difference between confident
0: and delusional.
1: Um, as an Arsenal fan, you should know a lot about that. <laughs> Um. Okay. But we're okay. So,
0: in the series. Okay. okay. Yep. Well, I have Houston in the series. I have Houston beating Yanks. Um, mm-hmm. we'll flip to the NL quick. The Dodgers Braves, I think both get th- the buy here. I think Braves will win the division. Dodgers already clinched the division, anyways. Who cares? Um, so that means Mets San Diego. I don't think the Brewers are going to sneak in. To be honest with you, I don't think Milwaukee's sneaking into the postseason. I think it's I gonna be don't Brewers, think so either. Mets, Cardinals, Philly. You're right. That's so. Okay, so I have Mets beating the Padres. Okay. Two like you have like Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, like no chance. I agree. I agree. Mets um, is a baseball city. Yep. Yeah. Cardinals beat the Phillies. And two, okay. like two, they didn't sweep them. Um, as, I'm a Cards fan, so I, I have the Cardinals beaten. Um, so that means it's Braves, Cardinals, Dodgers. Yes. Mets. Mets beat the Dodgers. Wow. Delusion. Delusion. Oh my God. Okay. Mets beat the Dodgers. Um, cards beat the Braves. Okay. That's um, something. <laughs> And then Card, it's, I'm telling you, it's Card's Houston World Series. St. Louis versus Houston World Series. Albert Pujol ends his career with the World Series. And
1: that's all, folks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I that's I don't know what to tell you there, bud. I, th- I think the Jays have a better chance at winning oh my the God. World Series.
0: You have the Dodgers in the finals, do you not? Probably. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. So you I did, I the, gonna be the You think the Jays are going to be the Dodgers?
1: Possibly. No,
0: you're delusional.
1: Anything's possible.
0: Okay, anything's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold them. then that <laughs> No. No way. Listen. If, you know what? If the Jays versus the Cards in the World Series, if, if that ends up as the World Series matchup, hundred bucks. We're having a bet. Hundred buck bet. The Cardinals aren't going to make it that far. The Jays aren't going to make it that far. Jays are oh, against Houston. Okay. Oh, God. Jackson. <laughs> okay, Sergio.
1: Okay. Well, I think we're at an hour and two. Yep. We're exceeded our time, but it's okay. Um, anyways, I think the Jays win the World Series. And oh, my God. What is it? And, Joe Carter? We have a
0: parade. No. Not going to happen. Yep. No.
1: Got to have faith.
0: Well, I I have faith. Well, Cardinals beat Houston. Wow. Okay. Uh. Okay. Well, that's going (laughs) to wrap up uh, episode two of a statement. Uh, I've been your co-host, Jackson. Uh, I've been your co-host, Sergio. Uh, We'll catch you next Tuesday for episode three where uh, we'll see. The Jays win. Well, Jays are going to win anyways, but we'll see. Um, We'll catch you guys next time. See ya. Go Jays, go.